Hey everyone, this is Gene from Knight Rider Online coming to you with our first new Knight Rider Online produced podcast of the spring. I'd like to thank the guys over at Shadowy Flight for lending their talents to Knight Rider Online for the last podcast. But now we're moving forward with myself and our co-host and producer, Weasel. Hello, Knight Rider fans. And we are going to bring you the most up-to-date Knight Rider news, inside info happenings, and also the most unique one-on-one interviews Knight Rider related on the web. Now this leads us right into our inaugural podcast guest, the organizer of Night Rider Festival himself, Paul Casey. Paul, how are you doing, sir? I'm doing excellent. We had a phenomenal uh, event that took place on uh, the 20th and 21st of March. I had people come from international cities around the world to this event, which is, for a first-time event, is an amazing thing, but any event... To have that, it's incredible. We had people from England, Spain, France, Italy, Croatia. I had to write a letter to Croatia so they could get a passport to come over here and get a, you know, they had a passport, they had a visa to come to the event. We had people from Canada. They drove from Toronto, from Vancouver. And then we had people coming from Japan as well. So it just goes to show the strength of Night Rider is amazing. It's an international show. And, uh, the fandom is just overwhelming, and this was the first opportunity for them to gather and to celebrate uh, Glenn Larson's uh, vision of one man can make a difference, and he did that 27 years ago. Well, I mean, that's fantastic, and I mean, that's unbelievable that, uh, you know, first off, the festival itself is unbelievable. I myself wasn't able to attend, but, you know, I'm good friends with Neil Epstein, the guy who runs Knight Rider Online. And some of the other guys, mm-hmm. and we've been talking about things, and just the response itself was just amazing. But even hearing that, I mean, as far as Croatia, I mean, I'm sure you never thought you'd have to fill out a passport form for someone from Croatia. So. Yeah, absolutely. I thought, you know, do you wear it? I was hoping I get the people from the neighboring cities of Henderson, Perot. <laughs> I thought, you know, some people from Southern California. Let me tell you, I had, I had, we had. On opening night Friday, they told me that about somewhere between 68 and 7,800 people were down on Fremont Street that Friday from the afternoon up until the closing at midnight. I mean, and then while they were down there, while they were there, they got to, to view on Vegas Vision. They saw on the big screen a special tribute to Nairide, which has never been done before. That's unbelievable. Vegas Vision is the world's world's largest video screen in the world. It's three blocks long, one block wide, and they pay tribute to Nairider. And the funny thing is, I got to play. This was my only gift that it was fun for me. I got to play the part of Richard Basehart and say the voice of one man can make a difference. Oh, that's fantastic. A shadowy flight into the dangerous world of a man who does not exist. One man can make a difference. Michael Knight, a young woman on a crusade to champion the cause of the innocent, the helpless, the powerless, and a world of criminals locked in the wall.
How was the reaction by the Knight Rider veterans? I know Glenn Larson was there. Uh, were you able to talk to him about his reaction to the festival, how he felt about it at all? Oh, yeah, it was amazing. You know, the thing is, is that Glenn Larson called me and told me he was humbled by this event. He said, I did not think that this was possible. And when he was there, he was just taken back. He was so gracious, and he said such kind words. He said, I will do whatever I can to help you to promote this. I will always take and support this event. This is an amazing event, and it fit perfectly into the theme of One Man Can Make a Difference. Just for you, so you know, and the viewer, the, the listeners out there for this, the opening event, we closed down Fremont Street, and all the dignitaries, we had 17 of them on Fremont Street at the First Street stage, which is right in front of the Golden Nugget in downtown for, uh, Las Vegas, an amazing area. The street at one time was open to the public until 1995, and then was closed off, and they created what is called the Fremont Street Experience, where there's a gigantic awning that goes over Fremont Street from Maine all the way down to roughly 4th Street, and it's covered with 7 million lights up there. And That's they show these gigantic videos that you know they create for it, and it's, it's, just, it's amazing how they do this. Well, they put together this video incorporating both the past and present show. And that was what we wanted to do. We wanted to bring together the entire community of Knight Rider that was, you know, from the original cast to the present cast. And so what I did was that we had it closed off, and I had the first person show up was Will It Make It in their car. Car is one of my favorite characters. I love Car because he's just like, he's Darth Vader. <laughs> and Kit is is Luke Skywalker to me. Absolutely. And, and it's like the good guy and the bad guy thing going on. So it was very cool. So we had a car come up. He did a donut, and he parked, parked it. Then I had James Smith, who was the stunt driver from Transformers, oh, that's come in with the, with his, 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 you know, his teacher, Buzz Bundy. And Buzz was the... Um, Buzz was the guy that was on the uh, that did 1971. He he skied the famous uh, yellow Mustang from uh, Diamonds Are Forever. He skied the car in 1971 um, for uh, the uh, up and down Fremont Street. So here it is, his protege is doing the same, driving the car. And earlier that day, we had him ski the car up on the Fremont Street Experience Garage, and he was doing it for about an hour and a half or so. We videotaped it, and then later on, we we showed that on the video screen because of concerns of being able to do this properly and we also wanted the public to be able to see this special stunt more than just that few seconds so we 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 aired it half a dozen times over two days so thousands of people got to see actually get to see um the ski stunt happen um you know on fremont street when they were normally never seen it numerous times so after you had the stunts air on the big screen and all this is in the first night that's when you rolled the Shelbys in, right? Then I had uh, the people from uh, Cinema Services bring in an NBC. They brought in the Heroes Shelby car, the Mustang that Justin Brewing drives. Absolutely. And I had Bob drive that. And in it was the president of the convention authority. And it was funny because Bob goes to the president, he goes, do you mind if I light it up? And Rossi, who is so a cool guy, said to me, he goes, it's not my street. Do it if you want. <laughs> so there he goes. So Bob shreds tires. He just he lights it up and he literally shredded so much smoke that it, it it blocked everybody behind as he pulled the car up into the Fremont right the first right there it's a burnout it was like amazing and so that's done and then finally last but not least we had the mayor of the city of Las Vegas Officer Goodman and the star of the new show 
uh, Justin Brewing, come in the attack mode car. And then while this was all playing, we had on the big screen through the sound, we had the theme of Night Rider, which was composed obviously by Glenn and, and, and um, Stu Phillips. But we had a new version of it redone by Don Peake specifically for this event. Oh, in the same, It was just killer. It was just killer. I'm telling you, people went crazy. And we had all of, at that point, we had four cars parked right in front of the first street stage. The mayor goes out of the car. He's escorted by two beautiful Las Vegas showgirls and Justin. They walk up to the stage. The mayor does his big proclamation. He gives us um, a special, uh, he, he announces that uh, that Saturday was the official Night Rider Festival Day. And because of the one man can make a difference. And as he said here, I, I'm looking at it right now, he said, because it paid homage to the past and present, the show. And because the one man can make a difference in the theme, and that the most important thing is that all the car owners who came from all over the world came for this event, raised money for the Children's Miracle Network. So tell us more about that. Tell us why you picked the Children's Miracle Network and why, why it is so close to you. That is very dear to my life because my daughter is a special needs child. And because of the, uh, the, the help of the Children's Miracle Network, they have really helped us and assisted us in a lot of things. And we wanted to bring to light uh, that families out there are really important. Children are the most important thing. Uh, right. My daughter's godfather, his name is John Schneider, the, the original boat dude from the Dukes of Hazard. He was he created the, uh, the Mer Children's Miracle Network, and he, you know, he's been a strong advocate for this all his life. And actually, I'm going to be seeing him this weekend. He's coming to Las Vegas to spend his birthday here, and we're going to have fun with his, his goddaughter. He loves her dearly. It's the only time in the world that the world doesn't exist outside of just the two of them. They get together, and it's like, don't bother them. They're having fun, you know, <laughs> between Jovina and John. They just have fun. He sings, and she responds, and it's just fabulous. But this is the kind of thing that was so important for me, and this is the reason why I thought of Night Rider Festival. As, as a young boy, I always wanted to be a gene. I always wanted to be the guy that drove the car. I didn't want to be Michael Knight. I just wanted to be a guy that drove Kit. Oh, absolutely. I wanted, I wanted to drive the General Lee. I didn't want to be Bo Duke. I was <laughs> living that. I wanted to be Batman driving the car, but not Batman, okay? <laughs> and in my life, I've been so fortunate that, that each of these cars, I've had a chance to either own or drive. And my daughter now owns two movie cars in her life. She, owns, she has... She has generally, which is right now in Los Angeles with uh, George Barris. It's going to be out at the, the Barris show uh, in May, and John will be down there. And so, and actually, Justin's going to come down for that. He wants to drive it, so I said, "Sure, you can drive it." it was used in John's movie Collier Company. Oh, that's and she fantastic. also owns Kit. Wow! And Kit's out in the garage. He's waiting. And she also has a little kid too. You should see the little. It's one of those pedal cars that was done. Those little, you know. And, oh, and George sure. restored it. And George built the Super Pursuit Mode car. He was involved with Night Rider from the second season on, but more importantly, he was involved with the final season with the de development of, of, of the Super Pursuit Mode. So that is the reason why I did it. I saw it as an opportunity, a platform for all these car owners who are my stars. These are the people that I care about, the fans that say, you know, they're the ones that made it happen. And, you know, because of that, I wanted to bring attention, their support, is what was reason why Knight Rider lives on today. And and I think that's why Rebecca Holden, who was there, and Catherine Hicklin, who was there, and Glenn was there, and then I had Jack Gill and Buzz Bundy, and then I had Dennis Braid, who built the car, and then I had, gosh, who else do we have there? We had Ron Martinez. You know, we had all these people, and including Justin. We had all these people from past and present 
that were involved with these shows, and they told their lives and, and the question and answer. It was amazing. It was just, it's exciting. We are going to plan, we're planning on Night Rider Festival 2, and it's going to take this mark, 19th and 20th, and two a year from now. So, you know, for those of you out there listening, support Night Rider Online and support these websites, and, and especially write to the, the producers of these shows, because... You know, it's you are the ones that really that count. They're the ones that make this stuff happen. And and if you believe in these shows and you believe in these people, then support them. And and I can't say enough about Neil and Mike and Sue. They're the best. If it wasn't for their help, it would have been a lot more difficult. But working with them was fun. And they're a good group of people, and I really appreciate Michael. Everything he's done, he worked his ass off to help me. Sue was just amazing with her videos. I mean, I've seen some of the stuff. It's just great. And you can't get anybody better than Neil. Neil is one of the most talented young men I've ever met. I know that him and I worked with a guy named Nick Nuchin from the West. They could be the new dream team of, of the future for for graphics and, and, and animation and whatnot. They're brilliant people, and, and they were so supportive and worked tirelessly. And I can't say enough thanks to those guys. They're the best. No, and that's one of the things, I mean, we, we, you know, we want to say thanks to you, too, because, you know, not only did it mean so much to everyone just to be able to have that time to come together, see what other people have done, see all the other replicas that are out there, uh, you know, but also come together and share in this uh, this one thing, the vision of one man making a difference, seeing it come to fruition with yourself, because, I mean, this is your brainchild. This is your baby. I know you're saying you had all kinds of help. But, you know, it, it really took took a lot. And I don't know if everyone knows how long you've put into it and how much you've put into it. Uh, you know, I mean, it's a lot of planning. And to already be looking forward to next year, it's just amazing. And it says how much you feel about uh, not only supporting the Children's Miracle Network and your daughter, yeah. uh, but, you know, also spending that time with everyone else in the fans. And, you know, seeing the kind of response that you got in terms of uh, Justin Bruning, um, Glenn Larson, and all the people that came out, Rebecca Holden, and just seeing their response to seeing the fans that have, you know, made the shows popular over the years, made it possible for there to be, uh, to be a Night Rider 2008, and to keep, you know, to keep things going and to really just share in that vision. It's really fantastic. Thank you. Thank you very much. I really appreciate that, and Gene, I don't know what else to say to you. Um, the fact is that, uh, you know, we, it was a work of love. I did it for my daughter. I did it for the, the children that, I, that need to be, a, to be loved and, and to be, have people help them and understand that this is really important that people recognize that uh, children are the cause. And, uh, Again, what can I say? It'll be, we're looking forward to next year, and I look forward to seeing everybody out there, and I appreciate your phone call. Absolutely. And, Paul, just real quick, I just want to ask you, because uh, for those who weren't in attendance, you don't know uh, your daughter and her situation, if you don't mind you know, getting into maybe what, it, what it's called, and also not only that, but just real quick, tell them how they can still make a difference, make a donation, if there's anything set up, a number, an email, or however you want them to do that. Yeah, well, the uh, Children's Miracle Network is a, um, a nonprofit organization that's been around for 30 years. It's a kind of uh, organization that helps children from all you know walks of life, special needs children and, and, and just families and whatnot, as a support kind of uh, organization. And uh, like I said, it was created by John Schneider, you know, 30 years ago. He works with Joe Lake and uh, Maria Osmond and whatnot. <clears throat> My daughter 
is a special needs child. She's had a very rare condition. It's a mitochondrial disorder. It results in seizures, but more importantly, in her case, it results in her stop breathing. And unfortunately, during the event, twice during the event, once an hour before the event's press conference, and then once during the event itself on Saturday during the VIP, my, my daughter stopped breathing both times. And uh, it's very hard to go continue on when you're seeing someone you love so dearly stop breathing and you need to address that. But you can't let the world know because there's a lot of other people counting on you. And, Absolutely. Uh, and I think, you know, also that goes to show, you know, it's not just about the fans. It was for a cause. And I think, you know, it's important that we do remember that, that while we're all having fun, we all are getting together to support this situation and to support the cause and, to, you know, support the kids like you're saying. And, I mean, just just to be able to go on with that and to know that the, the situations don't stop just because everyone else is going on. It's great to be able to have that as a as a main cause to be able to do something and to make a difference in people's lives. Well, in my situation, my daughter... Since the event stopped, she's, she's stopped breathing at least nine or ten times now. Right. And it's very scary. I mean, when she stops breathing, she turns purple, and we have to make sure that we, we provide CPR and everything else to help her quickly. To, but, you know, she's on serious medications to um, prolong and help her, stop her from having any, uh, you know, episodes, as, as they are called. And, uh, you know, it, you know it, most people just, you know, would quit and walk away. Unfortunately... As a producer of the end, I also have to understand that um, that I'm working with a group of people, and that a lot of people are also counting on me. Right. And so it was a very hard for me to to function under such stress of an event, let alone worrying about someone's life. You know, and and, and I, I attribute it to my wife. My wife is the strongest individual I've ever met. She's a beautiful woman. I met her in Germany seven years ago. We've been married for five and a half years. Um, this is our first child. It's a beautiful child. She was named after her grandmothers, both my mother, Jobina, and my mother-in-law. Her name is Elizabeth. And, um, you know, we do everything we can. And if I can do one thing to save another family, if I can bring attention to help, you know, to find a cure or a cause to get this fixed so it can help a family, then that's what I'm doing. And that's more importantly. And that's, that was the whole purpose of the event. And like I said, all the money that we raised from the event went to the Children's Miracle Network, and um, that's what we will be working on again next year. So I'm looking forward to the support of the fans. And what they can do is they can go to the website. I believe they can go directly to uh, Knight Rider Online. I know that several of the other websites that I've been affiliated with, I think the registries is one, uh, but they're all collecting the money, and they have... I think they have a direct button, you know, like the PayPal account or something. You can make a donation, even if it's a dollar, if it's five dollars, ten dollars. Think about it this way: if you were to go and go out and eat something, you spend like five bucks, easy, just to go coffee and a donut. Well, think about it, if you didn't do that for a couple of days that week, and you took fifteen dollars and you donated it. You know, gee whiz, think that might help somebody else. So that's Absolutely. what you're really doing. You're helping, you know, a sandwich or whatever. Just think about, it, you know, because things do not get solved by themselves. They need. They need help, they need research, they need money. Unfortunately, we live in a world that's dependent on money. And right now, the economic times that we're faced, it's very difficult. And families are struggling, and they're making differences whether they pay their mortgage or do they get their health coverage. You know, people are going without. And if you get sick, you're, you're in trouble. You can't do oh, anything without, if you're not healthy. So, you know, making a difference, and that was my purpose. I wanted to make a difference in other people's lives. And I, made, I think I made an impact in helping a lot of people recognize the importance of what this event was about and what Night Rider meant to me 
And I walked the walk on this one, and I had help because there was a couple times I felt like I was stumbling, but I had the support of of the of the sponsors that were saying, I'm there for you. I got people that came from across the country that stepped up and said, hey, I'm there. And they brought out stuff, and they sold it, and they donated that money. I had people on the website that would help me and give me insight. And it, it was a collective effort. So I, I applaud them. I mean, yes, maybe I'm the spokesperson. Yes, I was the guy that came up with the idea, but it also worked because I had the help of these people. And if the event continues to succeed and continues to make an impact and continues to help other people, then it's because of the collective help, the solidarity, the community as a whole to put aside any differences, to forget about who has the best car or who has the most looking jacket or who has the best website or who does the, it doesn't matter remember it's the it's it's the it's the purpose it's the dream of what it's about my favorite um i i song i was listening to all this time is that bruce springsteen working on a dream that was right. from the the wrestler i love that song because it really it really if you listen to the words in that song and he's got working on a dream you know i mean it's just amazing i felt like that's what i was doing the whole time after an elvis you had asked me about that in an email, and, and um, I've always because I live in Las Vegas, everything said Las Vegas and Elvis and stuff. But I was very, I was actually pleasantly surprised to find the song "Night Rider" from the movie uh, "Tickle Me" in 1961 that Elvis did. It wasn't a hit for him or anything; it was just a basic filler song. But it's funny because it's called "Night Rider." You know, right. Night Rider. You I, may I think know. that it's breeze as it's through through the trees, but it's only him flying around the band. I, it's just great. I mean, it's like, so we did that song, and we, I think I dedicated it to Justin when I did it on stage. He turned around looking and goes, dude, whatever, okay? He was like, he like surprised me. I was going to sing a song, you know. It's not, you know, it's not current song, but at least it was funny because it was used in an episode not too long ago. No, that's fantastic. And, and I mean, Again, I mean, I just want to thank you for taking some time to talk to us. Uh, I mean, you're a selfless human. You're doing everything for good cause. And as much as you say thanks to everyone else, you really did lead the way on this one. And uh, appreciate that, Gene. Appreciate we really that. Just, uh, if the folks want to simply, if the folks want to be involved, they can always write me at the Paul at NightRiderFestival dot com or post a comment up on on Night Rider online or something like that, and get involved. Don't be on the sidelines. Any little bit of help. When you think about it, if everybody contributes, there's a whole lot of people helping. And that may be the reason to, to make something happen for us. And that's fantastic. And I, I really appreciate, again, taking the time out. And hopefully we'll look forward to some uh, updates over the next year. And, again, the dates for next year are March. March the 19th and 20th, and that's going to be 2010. And we will see you in Las Vegas. Have fun. Come and party with Kit in Las Vegas. This will be a great time, I, I guarantee you. It doesn't get better than that. Paul, I really thank you for your time today. I really appreciate it. No problems. You take care. Give my best to everybody on Night Rider Online. I absolutely will. All right, so there you have it. That was a little look inside the planning and goings-on of the Night Rider Festival from the mouth of the man who made it all happen, and that's Paul Casey. on to some of the news from these past couple of weeks. We already talked about the Hulu episodes of the original Knight Rider that are now available for anyone to view, which is just a great option for anyone that wants to relive the original series, 
you know, without committing to buying the box sets. But it's also nice to be able to go back and look and have it side by side with some of the 2008 episodes that are still available on Hulu. Or I know they're still available on iTunes that you can, you know, download an episode or two and just, you know, watch one of the original, watch one of the 2008 and see how they compare and see uh, all the similarities. And I think it's, you know, it's a good chance to actually take what some of the stock out of the original and put it into the uh, to the new 2008 updated version. Um, beyond that, what we uh, just kind of broke from the interview was that next year the dates for the Night Rider Festival officially are March 19th and 20th, 2010 in Las Vegas. And according to Mr. Casey, this is already being worked on. He's touched base with several people. Uh, including Nick Nugent, who said uh, on the forums he is going to support this again full force, and uh, hopefully we're going to do a bigger and badder, and they're really going to put uh, more into it. I mean, what more could you ask for than the last one? But it, it seems like they uh, just want to go ahead and go above and beyond again. Uh, as far as uh, other things that are going on, NBC had the replacement of the chopping block, which was the late season replacement for Night Rider. Uh, right after the season finale, I should say. It wasn't a replacement, but rather took the place, the time slot, after Knight Rider finished up. Now, this only aired a few times, and then they dumped it because it was so poor. There are actually also now NBC affiliates, and this is just unbelievable, who are putting up a fight against airing Jay Leno in the new 10 p.m. time slot. So it is tough times for NBC, which in my opinion can only improve Knight Rider's chances of getting renewed, because Ford is footing some of that bill. And now, of course, it's just my opinion. It's not fact at all. But, you know, here's to hoping. And every little piece of hope that we get right now for a second season is uh, it's good news. In closings, I mean, that's one of the other things that we uh, need to do. We need to keep pushing for the support of season two, you know. Uh, we need to log on to the forums, follow the links that we have set up, sign petitions, spread the word, download some episodes off iTunes if you can afford it. Uh, you know, and send letters to NBC. There is still hope. Um, and just as a final reminder, the festival's over for now. Obviously, we have next year to look forward to, but uh, the Children's Miracle Network is an ongoing cause that needs help at all times. So keep that in mind. Again, thanks to our co-host, Weasel, who will be joining us in the next few podcast episodes, uh, hopefully in some playful banter uh, once he gets up and running. And... Also, I want to once more time thank Paul Casey for spending some time with us and keeping us abreast of all things uh, Night Rider Festival. Again, this is Gene, also known as Hans Eva on the board, signing off, and I'll talk to you next time.